Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. If I would have noticed that earlier, I would have pulled the sniper on you. But eh, it's not that Yeah, that's what it is. Alright. Alright, let's start. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. And. Oh, wait. <laughs> and nobody. This is, ep- <laughs> this is episode 291. Where is everyone? Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go over our week first. Um, you or I, I guess. Yeah, we flip a coin, right? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> This is like old wow, school. this is weird. Yeah, it's like old school. It's just you and I, you and me talking about RC stuff. I know. It's been yeah. like the four or three of us for so long, dude. I just, yeah, this is kind of weird, but at least uh, yeah. I won't have a billion people stepping on me. Mm-hmm. You know, it won't be me and you. Yeah, just, just one. <laughs> so, dude, I can go first. Yeah, go for it. Uh, last week, man, was a pretty good week for me. I had uh, a lot of fun in the hobby. And outside the hobby, and sort of what has to do with the hobby, like all the way around. Okay. I uh, I, uh, I picked up a a VR headset. I've been waiting for this new nice. Oculus Rift Quest too. Um, uh huh. Wait, wait. Is it a Quest or a Rift? I thought those were two different. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. It's the Oculus. They don't. I don't think they make the Rift anymore. It's the Quest yeah. Two. Yeah. Um, nice. I have that one. The um. Great. They made a. Well, what size do you have? Didn't they make they made a sixty four k and like a two hundred fifty six k? Yeah, I bought the the version. bigger. Mem- it's like it's mem. It's a uh, it's gigabytes. I think. I yeah. don't think it's k. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm think it's kilobytes. Yeah, but um, yeah, I bought the higher one, like the more expensive. It's like a hundred bucks more because yeah. it was it was like four times the size of the hard drive space, though, like yeah. the onboard space. It was like sixty four and two fifty six. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah, so because of that, I, I opted for the higher one because I knew that I was going to, like, because it's self-contained, not like, because I have the Rift S as well, the older Rift. Um, oh, okay. Which is, but it's tethered. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's good for when I, I'm, this is the setup I actually want to use in, in um, VR, which you're going to talk about, which I'm kind of stepping over your week, but. Um, That's all right. Yeah. I think the um the quest this quest too because it's all self contained, I wanted to get the biggest memory so I didn't have like, oh I'm gonna delete a game to load another one in, you know, type right. of deal. So I just said, Screw it, I'll just get the more expensive one. Well but yeah, what do you think? Huh? Well they've been out of them for a while. Both both sure. versions, the sixty four gigabit and the two fifty six. Mm-hmm. And I put my name on a waiting list and then I got a, a message that uh hey, we're not doing those anymore. We got a new one coming out. That's one twenty eight. Uh, I think I think they are doing a two fifty six as well. But uh, okay. so I got the one twenty eight version. Nice. And it's got uh it's I think it's got slightly maybe one or two different things. Like it has an air link setup. I don't know if you can do the wireless link to your PC with yours if you have to plug it in. Or I think there's a mm. way that you can do it, but it, it's it might be a virtual desktop or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I did try it once before. I tried it twice before, actually. I tried um, the Vader game a while back, maybe about a okay. year ago, yeah. and I thought it was amazing. I was not yeah. sure how this was going to work with my glasses or anything, but it's unbelievable. They're pretty big, though, right? You can put them over? Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. like, my vision's so bad. Without my glasses, I'm like, well, how is this going to work? Because yeah. I, can't, I can't read stuff up close, 
you know, with right. my glasses on because my vision's getting that bad. And yeah, no, I hear just you. Totally ignored everything. It just, it's unbelievable how immersive it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't it come with an adapter for, like, if you wore glasses to kind of bump it out a bit? I yeah. thought. It bumps it out right? like a quarter of an inch or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That works really good. Uh, and then I did try one down here not too long ago, uh, about a month ago. Steve Shaw has right. a friend of his that has the tethered model with the two little pods you have to set up in the room. And we were simming on that. And the simming, the, the helicopter simming was, was really cool. That's one of the reasons that I was like, I gotta, I gotta get this. Yeah. I'm going to try this out. So I worked like crazy Friday night trying to get this sim work and the AccuRC sim working mm-hmm. on the headset, but I could not get it to work. And I didn't know if it was, you know, my PC or the link system, like everything. Yeah. I was trying everything. Everything was like brand new. Did you plug in into just to try if like you can do it through like the USB pass through or whatever? Well, yeah, that's part of the setup. Like I, I think I actually got the unit on Friday too. So I was kind of like trying or maybe I got yeah. it Thursday. I was trying everything like that, at, you know, I was setting it up and I was, you initially have to do a couple of things in the VR and then you plug it into the PC and continue like the operation of getting the link set up. But once okay. you pair it, it actually works really well. Uh, but it didn't work really well for AccuRC. I couldn't get it to, I couldn't get the game to load for some reason. Mm. Um, cause it's, it's, it's good, but it's a, the menu system is a little weird cause you're kind of like, there's a, there's like a standard menu that when you go into the game and then when you run steam VR, you're into like the steam VR menu system, um, which is one of the steps. And getting this all set up, but so is I, there instructions on this? Because I tried to actually look and I couldn't find anything. Just, just I was consulting the Googles and that was it. Yeah. Like that was, okay. that was I. I went through steps that I saw about you know Steam VR and all that, and mm-hmm. once that was set up, and then you don't know whether you have to click on it or if it's going to open up automatically. Um, but just to try it out and make sure something was working through Steam, I tried out the Star Wars Squadrons games that I picked up like last nice. year. Mm-hmm. And I don't have my my Hotas or my Thrustmaster here. It's in Jersey, so I was, okay. so I was using the keyboard and mouse. Yeah. And uh, oh my god, dude, it was ridiculous. Like, so I you was, can't use like a VR headset handset. So I thought you'd be like able to grab the yoke in the game or something. Like, you know, like grab that's the controls. Initially, the game. yeah, that's initially what I thought. But then, yeah. when when I started to go through the game and the menus, I was like, okay, there's really no settings for the VR. It's either you know keyboard or or you know uh, any, okay. some kind of so I was like all right well that's that'll that'll work because yeah. you know I know the keyboard layout sort of well which yeah. is it's kind of weird you know not being able to see it but man sure. once I started I was like oh my god I'm flying the X-wing oh my god I'm flying a tie fighter this, like is this freaking awesome you look around and something blows by you like turn your head real quick and you see it go by yeah it's uh, it's unbelievable it's like everything you can imagine being a kid you know seeing Star mm-hmm. Wars and growing up with it and all that yeah. It's just like you got to try that other game. It's I really difficult though. Like I got mm-hmm. I got to yeah. try it with the with the correct, you know, hardware like uh right, you know, right. Thrustmaster and the joystick and all that. You and your Thrustmaster. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that'll that'll be yeah, dude. You won't hear from me for about a month. I'll be flying I know. swings and shit. Sure. Have fun with that Thrustmaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so I, so, I mean, the, the, the lifespan of the of the or the battery 
you know, life is only like two mm-hmm. hours, which is which is pretty yeah. good. I know you can get a battery pack, but I mean, for uh, for the price, it wasn't bad at all, man. And yeah. it's just it's it's unbelievable. So we, I was doing some poker. There's like a th- free uh, poker game that you can download, and mm-hmm. it's like VR poker. And we were playing text nice. and stuff like that. And I've, I've been having some fun with that too. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. man. I got to um, we got to try to get on some games together. Yeah, It'd be fun. I hopefully I can get the the AccuRC running because I'd really like to do Me that. Me too. Uh, yeah, that, I uh, need to figure that out as well for that sure. That was definitely an, a different experience doing that, and I could see yeah. the benefit from it. You know, mm-hmm. it was just one more step closer to being actually at the field. You know, yeah, it was to pretty, making it more realistic cool. for sure. Yeah. So speaking of being at the field, I went flying on Saturday with the Oxy Five because my six ninety nice. is still you know in pieces. <laughs> and, and and I had a freaking I had a hell of a time, man. I had a great time flying. Yeah, like I got like five or six flights in, maybe not, maybe five, um, but I wasn't pushing it. I went out kind of early and got done around one o'clock. You know, me and Steve and a couple of the guys from club. Yeah, and I was just doing, you know, the normal stuff, and I was just trying different orientations. I was doing more inverted, like forward flight that I don't normally do, or I'll do like real quick and I'll flip it back over and go back into other stuff. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, you know what? I'm I'm gonna tool around forward i'm a tool around backwards you know i recall back in the day you used to do a lot of forward flight inverted forward flight yeah i just haven't been doing that much like and and keeping it under control like turning you know figure eights Mm -hmm. stuff like that so i was just doing more more silly stuff and just having a ball like i was really having a lot of fun got to a point where i was like i got like three flights in and i was feeling hungry and i i ate something and i went back out for my next flight and i was all like calm because I had ate, eaten something, and I was like, "All right, nice. I, I I put a nice flight in, and it was it was a lot of fun, man. It was really cool." And Steve's awesome. flying like every day almost. He's is he? He's just getting so much better. Yeah, he's getting That's a lot awesome. of flights in. His his flying's gotten better since I've moved down there. Yeah, it's just yeah, he's, he's doing really good. And soon he'll be retired. He'll be flying every day. Yeah, um, lucky him. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, then later on Saturday, I worked on adding uh, air conditioning to my garage, which was pretty cool. Nice. I, I did the insert foam pieces that you can buy. I was going to initially just buy the 4 by 8 sheets and cut them up, but I got the Jeep, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, I'm going to have to cut them up, and then I'm going to have to try and get them in behind, you know, because the, yeah. the metal garage door has messy. some grid work. Yeah. Yeah. And, so you they know, make, once, you, once you start cutting foam up, man, it's just, you know how it is. It gets so messy and nasty. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. snowing in Florida, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's just uh, they make little packs, and it was two packs that I needed to mm-hmm. do the whole garage door. And once I did that, I cut, like, a dryer vent into the one lower section of the garage door, a uh, little, f- you know, four-inch round vent that, Okay. It has little flaps on it, so you know when it's blowing, it's open, and when it's not, it's closed. Okay. And, and I um, I got a little four inch to six inch piece of pipe to convert that, you know, like duct work, and uh-huh. and the 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 outlet from the air conditioner. It's like a little stand up roll around air conditioner. Oh, so it's just a yeah yeah, it's just a spot cooler type of deal, right? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. Worked great, man. I just awesome. rolled it over, put the pipe in there, and you know, yeah. I had to duct tape Exhaust it. Exhaust pipe. I'll mm-hmm. figure something out. Maybe with magnets. Yeah, make a coupler system. Yeah, make a coupler system somehow. Yeah. Yeah. But nice. um, that worked great. I stood at the new bench that I made and uh, ripped apart 690 
which uh, nice. I haven't ordered parts yet, but man, that thing is... How bad is it? <laughs> it's probably the worst crash I've had. And I really, really? didn't... I, I really wasn't even like... like I, it wasn't like I plowed it in. It's like, all right, it just came down and I, I couldn't get it into an orientation where I could stop the falling. And I think maybe the ground it hit was also pretty hard mm-hmm. because yeah. it, it like split f- the frames. And I don't know if you remember on the logo, on the front of the logo on the bottom... Mm-hmm where the battery goes in there's these yeah. two metal pieces that look like yeah like a little, little grid work yeah know, sort of it kind of bends up goes from the bottom and like bends up mm-hmm. those i bent one of those and i can't find those anywhere like i couldn't find a part number for it i couldn't find it on a main or or mikado usa or anything like that oh man so i might have to bend that one back and reuse it which they were probably like who's gonna bend that well Right. Yeah, I did. Uh, you got to be able to get that, though, no? I just feel like... I would think so, too, man. And when I went through the the online manual, I couldn't even find, like I said, a part number or anything like that. I, I'll keep digging, but I... Sure, yeah. I didn't see it on Mikado's site. You know, you go to, like, Main Rotor and Chassis and all that stuff, and you can look everything up. I could have sworn I saw it, though, somewhere, you know, in my travels searching for parts, you know, a while back. But who yeah. knows? Who knows, man? Maybe it's uh maybe it's a six hundred part. I mean I should look at that. You know, because they share a lot of the Sure, yeah. The frame, framework is six hundred ish. But so it would it wouldn't be which, that bad. To, which metal pieces are you talking about again? It's the If you're looking at the nose on either side, um starting at the bottom where the front skid like mounts, there's on the outside of the body there's like a piece that comes up like kinda like a like an L. It comes up from the from the bottom, it's it's just on the outside of the frame, kind of like rides up and around, and then it yeah, has it's kind of little... like a stiffener type of deal, like it just kind of reinforces yeah, the frame and exactly. that front nose area. Yeah. yeah, it's like a little stiffener, and it's got a little two little like protrusions on either side. I think it's to keep the canopy off the canopy, yeah, off the frame. Okay, I see it on the manual. What you're talking about? Yeah, but I didn't see a part number. That's kind of crazy. They wouldn't have a part number. But I have most. I have most of the stuff. But you know what? I don't use it. Like I, like I have a boom. I have a main shaft. I probably have a spindle shaft. But I probably won't use it. I'll probably just order another one because never. You never know when I'll I'll need it. You know, and then mm-hmm. I won't be able to get it. Cause there right. Was, there was a time when you could get booms for a while. But I, I yeah. still say I lost the tail. I definitely something happened with the tail, and I think I lost the tail rotor. And I just it. I think I just did not straighten it up in time. I don't know. Just the yeah. orientation I was in. It always happens when I'm disc in, like almost tail down or something. Really? But, okay. Uh, eh, is what it is, you know? It's part yeah. of it. Crashes happen, yep. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever uh, upgrade that bird or, you know, move away from the 690 just because of the... I don't know if parts are going to get them harder to get. I don't like. I don't know what their intentions are with that model. That model's been out for a long time. This is a 690SX, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. been so around it's been for around. a while. Yeah. I don't know. I'm you curious. know, I, I I really like the RAW, but I also want to try the the Flash when that comes out. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the Flash would be flash. a very good comparable local 690. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think it'll have the same lightness and characteristics that you like. But I think you know, you, like you won't bend a main shaft. You breathe on it wrong, you know. Like yeah, like, I can't. You know, you have carbon bent up. You know, you have 
like full carbon frames. Like it's, you know, it's an Oxy 5, right? Like it's built like an Oxy 5, but bigger. So you know it's built well, right? Like it's built good and, and it goes together very well. So, you know, I have a feeling that's going to probably be your new 690, to be honest. Yeah, could be. I don't know. We'll see. Let's see. How... Yeah. I mean, but you know what? I am I am enjoying those two models, man. I, I mm-hmm. know everybody's probably sick and tired of me saying it, but I do. No, you're doing it the right way, though. Yeah. St- stick with the two two of your favorite models and just fly that constantly. Yeah, a lot of the people I've talked to, like, in the last year have told me similar things. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's not – you don't need to be chasing helicopters and thinking nope. it's not you. You just got to stick with – I mean, we've even said it. You got to stick with the same model and just mm-hmm. get some flights in, you know? Yep. And then yeah. that damn Oxy Five, dude. It's it's crazy how much fun I'm having. I'm I'm literally going. I'm doing all the orientations of TikToks except for nose down, like this kid. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing nose right, tail down, nose left, no problem. Just keeping the, you know, keeping the. I don't know what you want to say. The tempo or the momentum, the same. You know, just mm-hmm. and just enjoying the hell out of it. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So what about yeah. you, man? How's your week been? My week's been good. Um, haven't gone to the field or anything, so no like official flying like that. Um, but I did get the gasser conversion in. So carries uh, gas power helicopters, Goblin Raw conversion kit. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that first of all, his kits are like they're very well engineered and laid out. I have to say, like his instructions were great. Um, there's maybe one or two little things that's like, eh, here's some suggestions I can make, which I'll, I'll take a picture and mail to him. But it's like, it was pretty much spot on. Like, there was no problems building this thing, you know? Um, the raw is very modular heli. Like, you know, you can build like the head and transmission separately from the frame and the tail box and the tail and, you know, like the front motor mount and everything. Like, you can build all this independently and put them all together at the last bit. And, the conversion kit was very similar. Like, he had you, you know, build the, the clutch stack. And then, like, that was, like, one module piece. And then he had you build, like, take the landing gears off the donor and, and make the mount for the engine and stuff and put that on there. Like, the way he did it, it was very very nicely laid out. And then at the end of it, it's like, all right, let's put it all together. And you start sorting all these puzzles, modules, pieces in. And, and then you have this whole helicopter built. Nice. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm amazed at how fast he can like produce that kind of stuff on a new kit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How quickly they can convert, you know, basically take that, that airframe and then just say, here, what do we need to do to put a huge gas motor in there? Right. And yeah, everything lined up. Like it was great. I, yeah. Nice. It's amazing how fast he can do this. Um, and how well executed is right that's the part that i'm really pleased about you know um there's other like conversion kits but like you might not get an instruction manual you might have to sit there and figure it out right like figure out which bolts go where and that gets difficult when you know you're talking about like something that might not be drilled out for like an m let's just for an example an m3 by 12 but you don't know that it's drilled out for an M3 by 10 and you're like, okay, this, this groove fits. You start tightening down and you're like, oh, it bottoms out. Now you got to figure out another screw. And like, it's like a lot of trial and error, I guess. But like, this was no trial and error. This was like, here's what you build. Here's the steps. Here's the clear instructions. Well written out. 
very easy to understand. It wasn't like, you know, cryptic in any way or like, you know, let's, let's be honest, like an aligned manual or anything where it's like, what did they call it? Chineseium or? Yeah. Yeah. Chinese English, whatever. Chinglish? Chinglish? Or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Something like that. Whatever it is. No, no. This is, you know, <laughs> this is well written out, easy to understand. Like you read the sentence, you understood the sentence and you did it. Like it's just, yeah, it's something to say about that. And, I like it because it matches my experience with goblins, right? Like you build a goblin, the fit and finish is perfect. The the way you build it is very well laid out. The instruction manuals are fantastically with the image and the pictures and the descriptions of doing stuff, right? And I feel like Carrie does the same thing, um, but he does it, I think, all by himself. Like him and one other person doing the actual designing of the conversion, I think, right? JC Designs. But I think he does the manuals like he's writing it all out, taking all the pictures and laying out the format, everything. So hats off, man. Great job. Nice. Yeah, I'm um, sure he sees the manual and is like, we can't come out with something, you know, half-assed. we got to make mm-hmm. something at least comparable to the manual. Right. Yeah. Um, And I think he does this across the board. Like, I don't think it's just obviously for the goblins, but yeah, the protos conversions yeah. and all the other conversions that he makes. I'm sure he is, you know... um, Equally on point and, and, you know, in like, what do you call it? Vested in this, right? Like to do well. So I took my orange raw and that's what I used for the conversion. This was the first raw that I got. Um, the, I think this is the first batch that, that got to the States. Okay. And, um, so I started taking that apart, but I wanted to, I didn't want to use it, the orange canopy I had on there. Um, so, what I did want to do is make it all yellow. So I had a yellow boom and a yellow canopy set and, um, and a yellow, um, garage door, battery flap, battery door, whatever you want to call it, fish mouth. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm going to build this, uh, gasser yellow. You know, I have a green nitro and I have a red one, which that one's going to be converted to orange, I think. Um, but I was like, ah, I have this. So let's do this. So, um, yeah, I got it built and, to my surprise, it was obviously, you know, it went to get really easy, but to my surprise, it weighed in a lot less than I thought it would be. Yeah. You know, after Andy giving me all that shit, I, I busted out my scale <laughs> and <laughs> I, uh, I put it on the, you know, scale and I put a piece of wood on there so it could like actually fit on the scale, which is part of the reason why I hate using the scale. But, um, but I got zeroed out with the board and then I put the, the heli on it and. Got it to balance on just the board and not, you know, lean on any side weird or anything. And it came in at 12 pounds, 1.7 ounces, which wow. is not bad in my opinion. I think my, I think my Goblin Black Thunder Gasser was maybe like 12.6 or 12.7 or something like that, like 12 and a half pounds, 12, you know, maybe a little bit more, like 12 and, um, three fifths or something like that. Um, but yeah. So it's a little bit lighter than that, so it'll be interesting to see how it flies. Um, yeah, that's cool, but, man. Yeah, like so. So you're gonna have an electric, a nitro, and a gas. When I have all three as a raw. Yes, all three as raws. A raw. That's yep. cool. Yeah, so I have my pick. Um, you know, I don't know. Like, I love I love building helicopters. Yeah, <laughs> as as people know, and I love spending money on helicopters, as people know. Um, I have to see how this flies. Now, it's not that I didn't like my Black Thunder Nitro or Gasser, 
But I did have like I started having some issues with like the gov on the Neo, and, and at that point I kind of just like shelved it for a while. Right. So you know, like the, you know, I bought a conversion kit, I bought another helicopter to do this, and all this stuff, and I and I did save some money compared to my first gasser because I didn't have to buy a motor or a pipe or anything like that. I had all the electronics, I had everything, right? I just needed the airframe and the conversion kit. So, okay. Um, but yeah, it just. I just hope, like, I don't know, like, will I shelf it? I don't know. Uh, you know, will I fly it a dozen times and be like, okay, I'd rather fly the nitro and the electric? I don't know. But at the very least, I had a really good time building this thing, um, and I'm going to fly it. So we'll see. I think that what's going to really save me is when I start running out of nitro fuel. <laughs> right. And, like, that, that itch of, like, hearing, you know, a motor and, like, feeling a fuel, you know, flying a fueled model. Um, I think that's when it's gonna be like, all right, uh, this is gonna have to, this is gonna have to come back into play, and and I'm gonna fly it more often. But uh, yeah, we'll see. So, did you see any like, I guess it's CG is pretty good, and it looks like it's gonna be okay. Yeah, I haven't CG'd it yet. Um, but nothing stuck because, out as being no, like, really yeah. weird because of the different no, frame. nothing, nothing stuck out being odd. Um, you know. The gasters always make the helicopters a little bit taller, right? It's just, yeah. you can't help it. Like the motor is just taller and the clutch is thicker and bigger, you know, than nitro. So just, you can't help it. So, um, but it looks good. Like it doesn't look like that Kraken one. <laughs> Sorry, Carrie, but the, the Kraken conversion, like look like there was like an inch and a half, two inches below where the skids should be is where the skids were. Like it looked very tall. Okay. Very out of proportion. This doesn't look like that. Doesn't feel like it. Um, you know, it it has some weight to it, right? Like twelve twelve oh, yeah. pounds dry is still still pretty heavy. Um, you know, compared to when you look at a an electric with well, even like a nitro, right? Like nitro, I think my nitro comes in less than that, so and fueled up, ready to go. So, and then during that flight, it's gonna get even lighter. So, you know, there's that, but I don't know, like. Ten bucks a gallon for camper fuel, not smelling like gas. I can get it anywhere, Walmart. You know, I, yeah, I, I can yeah. just get gas anywhere if I wanted to, right? But I run the camper stuff just so I don't have to smell it. And well, I guess back in my old car, I guess now I can get run gas. But still, I don't want to smell it in my garage, anyways. But um, you know, it's so much cheaper than nitro. So we'll see. And, and you get that? I don't know. There's something about a gasser as far as. The flight, flight characteristics, the flight, and times. the flight times. Yeah. yeah. It's a little more mellow. Yeah. You know? It teaches you to really be sensitive on the collective. Like, yeah. for me at least, it feels like it because it feels so much heavier. And if I'm not on point with the collective, you know, I can bog it. I can do, you know, I can <laughs> I can make it fall out of air probably, right? I'm sure. You know, make it bog enough. So, yeah. So I think it teaches you. Like, it's a good practice bird, and, and that's probably what I'll use it for, you know? Like, I'll try to perfect some maneuvers on it where I'm just going to do the maneuver over and over again until I get it, you know, kind of deal. It'll so probably be better in, uh, you know, you know, on a windy day, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit better. Yep. yep. Yeah. Nice, dude. Be good to auto, probably, as well. Yeah? You know, having some weight to it. Um, besides that, I rebuilt my Logo 200. Um, from okay. the other week, and it was great. You know, I got a couple flights on it, and it crashed it. And you know, I fixed it, crashed it, and then 
I fixed it this one last time, and I was like, for some reason, the tail motor burnt out on me. I was like, okay. And I, I thought I had more, so I could start going through my parts box, and I'm like, shoot. I mean, I have these tail motors that are just on tail fins, fins, and I think I just left them on the mount because either I burnt them out or maybe I crashed the tail boom, and I was like, ah, oh, might as well put new stuff in there while I'm, you know, overhauling this helicopter. So I'm, and so I went through all of those um, used motors in hopes of finding one that worked. And like I, I like had to rebuild this thing like four times, oh, like on each motor, because I had like four of them sitting in my box, and none of them worked. <laughs> they all were, like, like freaking, you know, quagmire, and just could not move. Like it was just shaking there. And I'm like, okay, so that doesn't work. So yeah, my local two has been out, down and out. So um, yesterday, I'm like, oh man, I really need this. Like my work week started. Like I need to get my practice in. You know, it's part of my regimen. So. I'm like, all right. And I went to A-Main this morning and ordered three more. And hopefully these three will last me, you know, a couple of weeks or a month. So what what burns these motors out? Crashing or? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's crashing. I've dug, I've dug the tail in several times and crashes where I just, oh, okay. I don't pull out of it fast enough and, you know, I dig the tail into the dirt. Um, I've crashed the trees backwards flying or flipping backwards and into trees and stuff so i'm sure and like i'm you know scorpion like right angle tail boom you know bent yeah, like i'm sure like when i hit things that hard it's it's affecting you know the electronics on it so i don't think it's you know maybe i might have gotten um maybe some motors that are like aren't the best qc on them right like might not have been the best like build Let's say, right? These are cheap motors, right? They're uh, brushless know? motors, right? Yeah, they're, ch- they're brushless motors, and I guess they're not that cheap if you think about the size and you're paying eighteen bucks a motor. Yeah. So maybe they're not that cheap, but like, I don't know. Relative to the cost of seven hundreds, to me, you know, these are cheap. So I just been burning them out, and I don't know. Huh. So I ordered three more, and like I said, like I crash as many times as I fly, so. Yeah, I remember you saying I'm not, that. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not mad at OMP. Like, oh man, you're, you know, you guys gotta step up your game because your shit's, cr- you know, failing. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm sure it's not just, it's, I'm sure it's me. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I'm sure, you know, I'm the one causing these things to burn out. And sure, it's not you, it's me. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so I can't wait to get that in, to get that going. Um, besides that, I've been doing a little bit of RC car stuff. Oh, yeah? The, yeah, I'll, I'll mention this real quick, but I know it's not really, um, related to RC flight, but, um, I bought a new RC car for my birthday that, and I got it built, and come find out the Richmond Hobbytown USA built a full-on drift track for these RC cars. Okay. So, this Sunday was their grand opening for that track. And I saw I'm part of some like Virginia drift, you know, Facebook group. So I was like, ah, you know, I'm actually not doing anything on Sunday, but I had a couple of hours and, you know, with the kids and we, we had to go, my mom wanted to go to this grocery store that's this like Asian grocery store in that area. Okay. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to go hit up this hobby shop first. The kids can browse around, but there's enough toys and puzzles and rockets and things that they can stay busy looking at. And I'm like, I'm going to sneak him back there for like 15 minutes and just hit this drift track for one battery pack. Um, yeah, 
it was fun. I had no idea what I was doing. I was hitting the wall like full speed, like soak, you know, like where the RC car bodies hit, hit like things. It makes a louder sound than it actually is. Yeah. Especially indoors. <laughs> so it's like funk and it echoes like yeah. freaking Neff and <laughs> my helicopters. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the guy, one of the guys was like, you know, how's it going? What, what frame is this? Whatever. And I was like, oh, it's this one. This one's FX MST frame and I'm running this gyro on it. He's like, oh, let me help you, you know, and he helped me kind of set it up a little. Um, and it actually helped. I was able to, I was like, oh, okay. I could control the turns a little bit more and kind of actually drift around and not just spin out or hit walls at full speed. So it was pretty cool. So the gyro <laughs> definitely helps, right? On that? The, the gyro helps, but I had it on assist mode, which okay. was like way too much gyro. It's like oh. AS3X gyro instead of like an Aura 9, right? Like we just, I just want a little bit when I initially hit, like start drifting to help, help right. it from overdrifting, right? Because right. you gotta be quick. Gyro will be quicker than my eyes and my hands can be. So, so it helps, but like it was on assist where I kept on wanting to keep on pushing a gyro more and more. And me, I'm like, no, I'm correcting with the sticks now. Like I'm, you know, give me control, right? Yeah. So I couldn't drift and we, that's one of the things we took off assist mode and put it to regular mode and I was like, oh, cool, I could drift this around the track now. Like I can kind of hold a drift that's and actually cool. like, you know, yeah. So, so that should be fun, you know. I'm like, yeah, if it's raining, I'll probably come here, you know. If I can't fly and it's raining, I'll come to the, the RC car track and, and do some drifting around and, you know, practice and have fun. What's that like? 45 minutes, an hour from you or? Oh, it's less than that. It's probably oh, about that's cool. 35 minutes. Yeah. Oh, that's great, man. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's closer than, you know, Fredericksburg. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. If the weather's nice, I'm going flying. Oh, know? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I got to fix my son-in-law's car and I told him once, you know, I had the garage set up, I'd, I'd, I'd look at it. So I got to look at that pretty soon. Yeah, what does he have? He bashed it in something. It's a Traxxas Stampede oh, okay. or something oh, all right. nice. that he bought. And he had some fun with it out at the field, you know, because we have that, that track. Yeah, the car track, yeah. And I brought that one that Jeff gave me. Jeff gave me that Emacs or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Uh, not Emacs. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's got the two motors. It's, you know, four-wheel drive. And I thought it was... Uh... V- V-Max maybe or something? Uh Oh, Max is I thought it. It, I thought it was Emax. There's a, a T Max and the Emax. The T is the nitro version, I thought. Oh, okay. Or is it, or is it T Max? Is so, the I don't remember. But yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, so. it's it has like the double suspension, the double suspension yeah. too on each wheel, right? Yep. Yeah, and he was like, "I can't get it going. Something's wrong." He, I think he had the motors going working against each other, <laughs> like, and he burned yeah, the ESC. Yeah, so I replaced the ESC, and it, it, I've been using it for a long time. Nice. Yeah, I, I had it over there. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little dated, but it still runs pretty good. I mean, as long as you make the jumps and have yeah. fun with it. And I don't think it was meant to run on lipos. No. Two S. You know, I got some large two S packs in there. It runs nice. pretty good. Yeah, it runs for a long time too. Run for like oh, a half an hour. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Nice. All right, let's um. Moving to the main topic. Okay. So what are we talking about? Where is everyone? Are we talking about Ian and Andy? Where are they? I don't know where they are. We have a thing on the show. We don't really tell where people are when they're not on the show. 
Well, Andy said last week he was he was going to um, yes, some the farm show, farm show, some like big he, convention. Yeah, I was gonna say neighbor hating show. I don't know <laughs> how you want to say it. Yeah, he he talked about this a couple of times. He's been going for years to this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess you know it's good go see what the what's out there as far as farming and your. When it's your livelihood, you know. Yep. Plus, it gets you out of like that area, right? Like he, you know, he travels to go to the show, and so he's not farming. But you know, even though he is talk yeah. about farming and looking at farming stuff, but you know, it kind of breaks the norm cycle of like what he does, right? Like having to go out and maintain these vehicles and and farm and all this stuff. So yeah, you know, yeah, yep. And Ian's driving around St. Louis somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing? Kansas City. I don't know. I don't know where the hell he is. I think he's uh, joined that. Um... I don't know where he's at. <laughs> I was going to say he got a new job as the college hugs or whatever the things are called. <laughs> what? Hunks or hugs? Yeah, they're like they're like college hunks, I think. And they're like a moving company of college kids. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I saw some stupid afro. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? I don't trust these guys. Who yeah, like it, crap. <laughs> yeah I've, I've seen the trucks. Yeah, they're probably freaking sitting there. Doing kinks as they do as they move your shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> so they can't make it, but that's not really what we're talking about, is it? No, no, no. We were talking about how things have been different, uh, is what we're going to talk about. Yeah. With you and I yeah. both moving to a different place and mm-hmm. you know, different states, different, different states. clubs, yeah. different like geographic locations. You know, like. We're not even in the, like, I don't know. It's, I mean, we're still on the East Coast, so we're kind of up this strip of the East Coast here. Right. East coastline, Eastern coastline, but, um, but yeah, like, I mean, I'm mid, you know, East, I guess, or whatever you call it. I don't know. It's mid East, not right. Mid East, yeah. The middle of the East Coast of America, you know, yeah. and you're like at the Southern yeah, I'm tip and, you know, and, South. and then we were both kind of grew up and, and lived up at the northeast part right so it's kind of interesting how we uh yeah migrated down the coastline here and how things have changed for us right right so one of the big things that definitely changed for us is my core group of friends right like my core group of rc friends let's say right like you mike um rob devin bill ann mike longo um Rick Cricky, you know, all the club members at Polda, right? Eric at Tri County. Yep. Smith Milk, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just all those folks there, like, which also includes all the, the Rockland folks for me as well, like Greg yeah. Barbudo and, and Ed Johnson and then even Frank Chaia and Andrew Lodge and all the yeah, um, Long Island folks. You know, just that area. Like, we, these all are those the, guys the, we got to know. Right. All yeah. the guys that we got to know as we were coming up in this hobby right like um these are the these are the heli guys that we all kind of met up at every event and hung out with and you know shoot the shit with and all this stuff right like who helped build what in our heads is the community right the heli community yeah yeah i mean when you you go to a fun fly and you see these guys like Kevin Dover and, and Edmund Chang, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, yeah, hey Edmund, hey Kev, how you doing? You know, you talk to, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and we all relate because we're all in a, we all lived in the same area, so like you know the weather is always the same, and like the right. the, the, the 
you know, the things that we have to deal with in that area was all the same, right? And so it was very relatable and, and like, at every fun flight, you could catch up, and it was great because also we saw them a lot at fun flights, especially the, the South Jersey ones, right? Right, and that's what I was going to say. You know, I didn't get a chance to make it to too many stuff, too many events out way out in like Long Island or Brooklyn area, but I would go up to, you know, the the one in Rockland County there, the the field up there with with mm-hmm. Ed Johnson and Greg and fly with them. But it was great to see them like when we had an event in South Jersey, and that's when it really, for me, like hit me as to like wow these these are some great dudes like frank Uh came out to our event the first free fall i think event we had at polar frank and edmund came down and i think kevin dover was there too and i remember Uh seeing frank fly and i was like holy shit yeah he brought his gas dude Uh he's throwing down yeah he's like no joke and uh you know now you should see him now he's even way better than that and you know the same with diamante like chris diamante and his whole family came down yep you know, Charlie and, Crespo, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it's just, you know, that's Mike when it, Welch. that's when it, yeah, Mike, when, and that's when yeah. it, when it hits you, like when you go to like an event, like a little bit out of your area, but still like, you know, the support, yeah. you know, that yep. you see everybody coming out to and, and, uh, kind of like, um, I don't know, kind of like a unwritten family, you know? Mm-hmm. non-family family i don't know how you want to say it but it's just good, yeah. it's good to see everybody the familiar faces once you see them and they mm-hmm. and mike d's experience was great like he started when he started flying helis and started going to the events like last year man like mm-hmm. yeah he was amazed at how welcoming everybody was and how like super cool everybody was to him like it just mm-hmm. made him want he wanted to every every weekend he was like what are we going to next what's going on next, what are we going <laughs> nice. next? you know yeah which was great, man. But yeah, I mean, I guess moving—that's that's one of the one of the huge things that that's different, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, leaving yeah. all those guys because yeah, I mean, like yes. you said, we we kind of uh, grew up with those guys in the in our flying, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's interesting. But I mean, Facebook's great because you uh, yes. and that kind of stuff, and YouTube and. You know, thank God Bill's still putting out videos so we can see yeah. what's going on with everybody. Yeah. I think the one thing that's um, very interesting is that no matter how how long it's been, like, there'll be times where, like, you know, like me and Rob, for example, we used to talk pretty much every week. And, and you know, maybe it's like every other week we'll, we'll touch base and stuff just because things get busy and, you know, life right. happens, right? Um, but it's like... You know, we go to uh, at the next event. Like, what's the next event you're going to? Okay, you're going to do fall mowdown? All right, you know? And it's like, like nothing's changed, which is fantastic, you know? Even nice. though we are, we used to be literally 15 minutes apart. Now we're like seven hours and 15 minutes apart, right? Like, house-wise and distance-wise from each other. Yeah. You know? And like, I mean, I, I leaned on Rob a lot back then, you know, when I was living up in Jersey, like he'd help me a lot. You would also help me a lot oh, as well. We you know? All, yeah, we all leaned on Rob. Yeah, we all did, right? And, and, yeah. and it's interesting now, it's like, it's different. Like, I'm here in Virginia and I'm kind of, I'm kind of by myself for the most part, right? Like, I have heli friends here and I have heli friends in the area. Um, it's interesting, you know, of the heli friends in the area, like the ones that I actually like, are building 
stronger relationships with, you know, kind of like how I had with you and, and Mike and like all the people we mentioned, right? Um, right. I'm starting to kind of build some of that relationship down here now, but it's, it's, it's different. Like it was easier in New Jersey. In fact, it's weird, right? You would think it'd be hard because people are different in Jersey, right? Like people are different in New York. They're a little bit more colder, you could say, or more keep to themselves because maybe they don't want to have first, it. Yeah. yeah, maybe at first, but you know, in general, right? But it's like easy to, to, to make a lot of friends up there. And you know, I still think it's easy down here as well, but I think it's geographically people are more spread out. So it's just a little bit harder to do meet up every time and, and hang out. So yeah. I can see that. It's it's similar down here too. I mean, I have the club that's that's close, but uh-huh. like it's me, Steve, and maybe two other guys that fly helicopters, and you know, people like Gina and um, that guy Jeff that came out. You know, they're uh-huh. two hours away. They're yeah, or an hour away, I think, and or an hour plus. You know, and yeah, Steve, I think Gina's like an hour and a half or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think it's going to be cool, you know, when an Orlando event happens. I'm only two hours yes. away. I'll be able to go to that. That'll be really cool. Or any Florida event, really, right? Yeah, true. Yeah, you're kind of yeah. In Frank a... throws one. Yeah, I'm two hours mm-hmm. away from that. Right, you're not too far from like the southern tip or going towards um, Orlando, right? Which is more the north side. So, which is another thing, you know. Frank's down here. Frank's always been like, you know, I can't wait to come down. We'll get some flying in, and we were going to get together this weekend, but. Um, uh, I don't think I could make it down to. I wanted. I had a lot of stuff planned, so mm-hmm. he wanted to go like uh, kind of halfway. I think he's a Sunday, yeah, and he's a Sunday flyer. I think right. That's Sunday yeah. fun day for him. So, but we'll yeah. we'll get we'll get together with him again. Oh, he's I'm sure. a great guy. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah. uh, you got to watch his fly, man. He is definitely progressed. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, man. He's crazy. And he was good in December when I flew with him. Yeah, so I'm sure he's even better now. Yeah. Yeah, but I know what you're saying about moving to a different location. Like, and I, I kind of get what you're saying about the, the tri-state up there, people, because you know everybody's. I don't want to say it. Don't take me. Don't take this the wrong way. But it's exactly, you know, everybody's an ass, but not everybody's an asshole, and and everybody's a jokester. So I think that breaks the ice mm-hmm. real quick. Like yeah. every, everybody just busts each other's chops, and then you know. Everybody feels each other out from there, and, and it's it's pretty much a, an icebreaker. Um, mm-hmm. Down here, it's it's still it's still about the same. I, I've talked to a lot of great guys down here, um, and you just got to get to know the people, you know. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's on the individual too, you know. Like sure, you yeah. and I both have backgrounds where yeah, we'll just start talking to people, you know, no problem. I'll get to know somebody. Yeah, we're not too introverty where it's like, uh, no. let me just keep to myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, for sure. Um, what are the things that you miss about, you know, living up in the Northeast? Uh, I definitely miss all the people we were, we were mentioning there. I mean, geez, Louise. You know like what I miss? Really the Screw Northeast. the people. I miss a fucking good bagel. <laughs> Seriously, there's uh, a joke down here for a bagel. I am serious. <laughs> it's like brown bread. It's not a bagel. It doesn't have that crust. Uh, doesn't have like the chewiness. It, I don't know if it's a water or whatever they want to, people want to say, but god damn it. I can't get a good bagel in Virginia. What the hell? Well, now. Sorry. I, sorry. I digress. Let me get off the soapbox. And... That's all right. I, I, <laughs> I do we were, miss the people. <laughs> I thought we were going to have an issue with uh, pizza 
and you know not being able to get a pork roll sandwich down here. Oh my God! For Taylor Ham, as we talk about Taylor Ham. But you know what? I one saving grace for Taylor Ham is Walmart sells Taylor Ham like no one other. So I can always get Taylor Ham from them, and I can always cook it out at home and make my Taylor Ham and cheese sandwich. Oh, nice. But I can't make a bagel. I can't. I can't stand. You know, Thomas's bagels or any of the prepackaged oh. fake stuff, right? And even the store bagels and all the places I go to bagels, they're, you know, and one thing I noticed is like, you know, you go to, you go in Jersey, New York, Philly, even I'm sure, right? Like that tri-state area, Mass, Connecticut, all of it. Yeah. You go to, you go to like, you know, there's bagel shops. Like that's like a thing. Yeah. That is not a thing down here. No, it's few and far between down here. You know? Like one another thing I'm used to is like sandwiches. Like you get a nice, nice sandwich made out of deli, right? Or yeah. you could go, to, or you could go crazy and go to like Cat's Deli or any Jewish deli and get your pastrami and rye, and you know, you get like a pound of pastrami, right? And it's like, wow, this is a sandwich. It's good. You got a pickle bar and stuff. And and like here, like if I want a good sandwich, I mean, I guess some of the supermarkets make all right sandwiches, but like I go to Jersey Mike, <laughs> like. Yeah, it's like ah, oh, it's like a little taste of home. <laughs> that's 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 where everybody raves about down here too. It's funny, like they'll be like, "Hey, um, have you ever been to Jersey Mike's?" And I'm like, "Really, dude? You're gonna ask me that? Of course, I've been yeah. to Jersey Mike's." Yeah. But yeah, it's, I don't, yeah, I know what you're saying about the bagels. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I but, can't, I can't do it. My wife just got back from Jersey last week, and she brought a dozen bagels, and I think I ate like two a day, oh, like one for wow. breakfast and one like at a midnight snack. It was so bad. I should not, but I was just like, nice. I'm like feeding. It's so good. <laughs> we found a really good place that actually will make Taylor ham, egg, and cheese, and oh, yeah? did a really good job. Yeah, nice. Uh, it's not. It's like a. It's like mini mart gas station place, but it's not like sure. a chain or anything. Okay. And then we found a really good Italian restaurant that makes really good pizza, and they're nice. packed. They're busy all the time. Which mm-hmm. is which is cool. I mean, there's I like the I like the other places. Like I mean, the barbecue places down here are ridiculous. Like, well, that's what like yeah, we have bagel shops. Like they have barbecue places. Out yeah, there. I mean, there are every every street corner. There's yeah. a there's a guy with a truck or something, and yeah, I, I and love going to those awesome places. food too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some food, of the yeah. hole in the wall Mexican places. I love that stuff. Yes, but, yes, yes. But yeah, I mean, getting back to what I missed, dude. At the <laughs> yeah. Field, yeah, I definitely yeah. missed the pull the crowd. Like that mm-hmm. that club was like no other. Um, I, I I don't know if I can say yeah, that either hard. because well, I, haven't, I haven't been to all of them, but sure the people there really were something else. Really made it great. Yep. Yeah. Like from just from like the guys that have been there forever for a lot, from like Mike and Tony and you know that guy Jerry that was that was there that, that would cook all the time and mm-hmm. just just all the guys that would show up and then you know you got Ricky and and you know Rob and Devin and. And uh, yeah, Mike Longo and all that, all those that that whole crowd. Yep. Kevin I mean, Johnson. To be, to be honest, that club, like, basically, it was like Tony, Mike, and you. I would say are like the reason why that club, like, why I wanted to go to that club. You know, like, yeah, I mean, I know Rob and Devin went, and Bill and would go. Yeah. But like, they 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 went for a little bit, but they went for a little bit, but then they started like doing Somerset and. The yeah, the other one, out one west. But, yeah, one out west. Yeah, so they would kind of they like stop coming to this one, and really like I only enjoyed going to the Boulder Field, like was because you and Mike were there, really, right? So um, 
Oh man, and I'll tell you, I I miss Mike. I miss pulling in and fly with Mike all day because we just yep. used to have a ton of laughs all sure. day long. Yeah, I miss our breakfasts. I thought that was fun too. You yeah, know? that was just great. Kinda, yeah. So th- those are a couple of things, and the bagels, of course. I can't get over the damn fucking bagels. <laughs> every time I told my wife, every time she goes to New Jersey, which is going to be once. This is ridiculous too. Her boss wants to go once a week for every three weeks or once a month. Which is ridiculous, but wow, yeah. But I'm like, well, if you're gonna have to be up there, you better give me a baker's dozen. Yeah, <laughs> bring that. Bring, bring back bring a dozen least, bagels. Yeah, yeah, nah, baker's dozen. I want that thirteenth. I want that extra one. <laughs> so. And I miss my quick checks, man. Oh, mm. big. Well, time. they have Wawa here at least, right? So that's good. Yeah, I mean, but, you have Wawa down there or no? Yeah, but we. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I gotta wait for somebody a, to check me out. Yeah. And I was I was talking to some guy online the other day, and he was like, "This is ridiculous." We were like, I don't know, like ten people deep, and I'm like, "Unfortunately, with fifteen dollars an hour coming, if they don't do yeah. automated checkout, this is what we're going to be dealing with." And he's yeah. like, "Hey, right?" I was like, sure. "You think Wawa's going to eat that? They're not going to eat it." No. But yeah, I have a couple of quick check napkins that I saved from when <laughs> I drove down, and they're still in one place around here somewhere. I'm like, "These are the coveted quick check napkins." <laughs> Anytime you get sad and get homesick, you look at the napkin and you take a nice little sniff of it. Like, ah, (laughs) I miss this. Yeah, I just miss. I just miss being able to get in and out quick. You know. Yeah, yeah. That is that is one thing true about Quick Check versus Wawa. It's like, come on, get some automated tellers already. Get some self checkout already. Like every place is doing self checkout now, and it makes sense. You can have one person monitoring ten registers at the same time, like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Um, what are the things we don't miss? Right? There's got to be a, a pro and a con, right? We can't just talk about all the good stuff that we miss. What is the shit that we don't miss, huh? Uh, I can sum it up in three <laughs> words. Well, I know your job, your community. <laughs> New yeah. York City. Yeah. yeah I don't New miss York that City. at all. Anytime yeah. I'm like, I'm having a day where, you know, things are getting pressured, like, I got to get there by this time and everything like that. And I'm yeah. driving down like, and the coast is right there. And I'm looking at the intercoastal waterway. I just start laughing. I was laughing today. Mm. I was like, hey, I'm not going to New York city. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't miss the, I don't know. I haven't, I've only been down here a few months, but uh, I mm-hmm. don't miss the, I'm not going to miss the cold weather flying. Like that was. Yeah. It's tough. That wasn't bad. I enjoyed getting together with everybody but yeah, yeah but it's I mean, tough. That was, when it it's got to be too. a little bit of a chore and especially with the cold wind blowing on your eyes when you're trying to fly and then oh, you start you tearing up, yeah that, man Oof. that was when i'm like yeah this isn't really that much fun anymore you know i can wait yeah it gets it kind of does get old quick like you do it you know you do it to get some flights in you know and it does you still are excited to fly and it adds the actual a little bit of additional like risk, I guess, or some adrenaline from like not being able to feel your fingers and shivering and not being able to see the model because yeah. you're hearing now and like it's just a blob in the sky. You know that adds a lot of adrenaline, which is you know you know for your adrenaline junkies, it's great. But um, yeah, it's it after a while, it's like all right, you know, like I'll do my oxy threes and stuff back in those days. I can't see myself going out there freezing my ass off right. trying to fly a 700 and like, uh, you know, chat, teeth chattering, get my fingers frozen. I don't yeah. know. Um, I mean, know. so I, so I do miss the location, but I don't mm-hmm. miss the location. Mm-hmm. Too, though, yes. You know, 
I mean, yeah. I do I do miss the location because I mean, I was seven hours to Ohio, five hours to Virginia, so it was cool to mm-hmm. be able to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. But like I said, down here I'm two hours from Orlando, so hopefully they'll still have some fun yeah. flies, and I know Frank will have some. Yep. And I think that's part of the part of things that I kind of liked about picking this area of Virginia. Like yeah. originally, I wanted to pick Fredericksburg area because that was one of the names that my wife suggested, and that's one of the names of places I know, right? Like from coming down to right. um, the Frederick, the Spring Fling, and Paul Moon Down events, and I knew some people here, so I knew that okay, there's people that fly down here, so I'm not going to have issues fly finding people to fly with, right? Right. Um, no, but it's, it's a, a good area. I mean, it's a good area because it's a good like, area for Urcha, the hobby. I don't like it for the traffic, but it's a good area for the hobby. I yeah, and, and not Fredericksburg. Like my area is not too bad with traffic um, because I'm okay. more by Petersburg and Richmond, so I'm I'm an hour and a half south from Fredericksburg, an hour and twenty minutes. Um, so one of the things that I don't miss, but also end up with the same situation here, and it's not the traffic, but it's my commute to the to the field. Um, back in Jersey, it was about an hour fifteen, and here it's about an hour fifteen, an hour and twenty. Okay. So, like, it kind of sucks that I joined a club that's so far away. Um, and I'm going to be brutally honest and sorry for all my friends that are members of that club. It's not Polder. It's not Tri-County. Like, this club has better facilities, has a lot more – I don't know if it has a lot more members. I think it has about the same of actual members, like 150. Okay. You know, real members that fly is probably only about 20. Um, but it's different. I don't know. Like, Polder had, like, a, a different feel. And, and, and I think made me realize why Polder was so special. Like, I think that the group of guys made Polder, like, I don't know how to say it, more personable, more homey. Like, you know, like, more, like, I feel like at home. Yeah. Um, more comfortable. More comfortable. Yeah. And not that I'm not comfortable at Fredericksburg, but it's just a bigger club. There's a lot of people. Um, you know, there's no real, like, I don't know, like, what's the word for it? Now, there's a, there's a lot of politics, okay, which I don't like, but then there's like, it seems like there's no real, like, um, give and take for the flight line. Like, it's just like, oh, you know, just go fly, right? Everyone fly, you know, helis, 3D planes, whatever, um, but it gets kind of busy and you're like, I don't want to, like, if someone's up there with a turbine, like, that's a lot of money. I don't want to fuck with them or oh, yeah, cause them absolutely. to crash. So, like, I'll wait and then, you know, it's like, and then, like, you know, one turbine goes up and then another big 3D plane goes up. And then it's like, okay, maybe I'll wait because he's, you know, coming down the flight line and hovering and stuff. So, like, I don't want to be in his way. Um, But it kind of gets annoying. It's like it gets too busy. And there's no, like, like I said, give or take of, like, oh, man, you, you know, you, you want to fly? Like, go for it, you know, or, like queuing up or taking time, you know, like making sure like people are getting um like there's a queue, right? Like that you could go in and fly. So it's a little bit different, I think. And I think it's because of the field and the size of it. Um you know, it's kind of a big field so you can kind of work around people, right, if you wanted to and still fly. But right. I, I kinda got used to like how we did at Polar because it was such a smaller field that like if a heli went up, they just let the heli go up, and then, like, the, you know, you land, and, like, four or five plane guys go up. They do a couple batteries or, you know, whatever. And then they come down, and 
You know, and then some all the heli guys go up, and then by one o'clock they all leave anyways, and right. all the heli guys just stay and, and fly all day. It's a little bit different there, I feel, and um, yeah. So, but I also have two other clubs that are around the same distance away. If I wanted to, that Cliff's a member of, that I can join. You know, I've been offered to like, yeah, I should join Milton and and Fluvana. So there's two clubs I can join. That's about an hour and twenty minutes as well. Um. But what I do want to try is this local club. I, I just want to try because I have a feeling, um, you know, I have a feeling this local club that's not too far from me, that's very, in my eyes, DOP. DOP? Yeah. You understand what that means? That stands for? DOP, Delta uh, October Papa. <laughs> Sure, if you want to spell out D O, is that what you're saying? D O P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delta, whatever O and yeah, Papa. Yeah, October. Yeah, yeah. Dirty old planker. Oh, (laughs) yeah. It seems like a very dirty old planker type of club. Like uh, when I was asking some questions about the club, and one of the persons I was I was talking with on I think Facebook or something was like. Yeah, we don't really like people hogging the flight line. And I'm like, what is hogging the flight line? Like flying by yourself in the air. And I'm like, okay. Okay. And I'm like, okay. And then and they're like, well, we really want people also to fly the pattern. And I was like, what do you mean pattern? Like just counterclockwise ovals? He's like, yeah. Or clockwise depending on the wind. I'm like, okay. But that's it? Like helicopters as well? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh. That does sound like the same kind of spiel we get, though, at like every every club. You know, pattern fly, and I don't know though. It doesn't. No, sound no, like... no. This is this is a little bit more than that. Like, yes, pattern flying and sharing the field and things like that are, I think, general rules, right? Like, yeah, SOP, right? It's just standard operating procedures for this type of stuff. But the whole like you have to fly the pattern. And you can't hog the field, meaning like if I'm flying and someone wants to fly, I have to land or fly the pattern and let them fly. Just yeah, like, that okay. Seems like, that like seems like if usually, I fly, you know, it's like who's who's coming up, you know, to fly yeah. and you talk to them. I'll be down in like a minute, you know, or whatever. Yeah, but the way that this person also made it sound like was like, you know, if I don't fly the pattern, like I'm basically not welcome to fly there. No. So, so it's like, so I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just I had, maybe I'm just talking to this person and maybe it's just one person's opinion or maybe whatever, right? Yeah. So I'm, I might still just like, I mean, I think it's like 50 bucks for here. I might just join anyways. Yeah. I just picked the windiest days to go. Yeah, you could do that. It's close. It's 20 minutes away. Yeah. It's like, takes me 20 minutes to get to mcdonald's or like fast food places around here there's definitely something to be said for having a field 20 minutes away like i love going to that field and i think Uh a part of the time where i would come back from flying and i would be like wiped out wasn't the actual Uh day at the field no the driving drive the hour and 15 minute drive coming back especially coming back yes like those are times where like i'm like I need a cup of coffee. Not in the morning. I need it in yeah. the afternoon when I'm like, oh my God, I'm driving back and I've been standing in the sun all day and I'm just beat. And then I have to drive an hour and 20 minutes back around 15. It's like, ugh. 
Yeah. I'd have a coffee and I'd be out cold still. Yeah. Yeah, until you got home and you know you're all wired. Can't go yeah. to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um one of the things that I don't miss is I don't I actually don't miss the location. I think I lucked out. I know you you were talking about the location in because of like location to, you know, Ohio and things like that. I actually kept the same distance where I moved. True. Like, yeah. You know, may, maybe not Akron, Ohio, but I went to what, what's the one that's right outside of Urcha that I passed through. Um, oh man, it's the one with the Air Museum that that Andy went to. Shoot, I can't forget remember the name. Dalton? Oh, no. I don't Dalton? Know. Dalton? Dalton? No. Anyways. Dayton. 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 Yes, Dayton, Ohio. Yes. Good. Thank you. Okay. Um. And like that was seven hours away. Urcha was like an extra hour away from there, or two okay. hour, hour and a half. So it wasn't too bad. Like getting to Ohio wasn't actually as bad as I thought it would be. Um, you know, going back to Jersey, yeah, I mean that it is what it is. I think it was like a five hour or four and a half hour drive back to South Jersey to to do that event for free fall. Yeah. Um, not too bad. Yeah. You know. Um, but what I do get is I get all the like southeast events. So things like the fall mowdown and spring fling, obviously that's only an hour and 20 minutes away from me, but two hours away for any RCHO event. Um, I think Heli Extravaganza I'm going to is about six hours or five and a half hours away from me, which is South Carolina, Woodrow, South Carolina. So that's not too bad. Yeah. Woodruff. Um, yep. You know, so, and which I heard has amazing events there. At least Travaganza, um, what's the non fall, the, uh, Jonal, right? Like events, like amazing events at this, at the triple, triple dome, triple tree aerodome. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm lucky that I have like, I can still go to like some of the Northeast events are still attainable. You know, Rochester is probably not one that's attainable anymore. Right. That'd be like a 10 plus hour drive. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, South Jersey, I could still go, I could still do Ohio, I could do Urcha, right? Like I've done it, it's not that far of a drive, um, it's doable. And like, I think Florida, like Orlando might be 10 hours, you know. Okay. It's gonna be doable, it'll be, it'll be a two day trip for me, I won't, I'll, you know, at least on the way out there, I'll take my time so I'm not too tired when I get out there. Um, but yeah, you know. The, it's it's cool that like that's one of the things that yeah, I do like about it is that I, I'm in an area where I can, you know, I I have met so many new heli folks, right? Um, you know, which is which is interesting because most of the heli folks that I've been getting along with, um, you know, besides for a few exceptions in the Virginia area, are mostly North Carolina and South Carolina, you know. Yeah, it's nice. The RCHO folks, it's you know Lincoln and those guys and. And, um, yeah, all of those folks. And then obviously Telerotor and, and, um, uh, what's the, uh, Heliheads, right? Like, which I've had know. a great time with all those guys, man. Yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah. Damn, I missed the bagels, man. Can't get over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, man. <laughs> you don't know how good it is until you, like, can't find it at all. At all. I couldn't find a good bagel at all. Please. Anyone in the Virginia area, if you know of any northeast, you know, bagel shop owner immigrants that moved down to Virginia that opened up a shop, please let me know. I'll drive an hour away to get a bagel. <laughs> hey, my dad had few pearls of wisdom 
when I was uh-huh. growing up. And one of them was, well, one of them obviously was when they raid the whorehouse, they take the piano player too. Um, uh-huh. and the other one was, you don't know what you got until you haven't got it. Yeah. That's what so he used true. to say all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Wise words, man. Shoot. And stop crying and talk- I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've used that line before. It doesn't yeah. work so much sometimes, but eh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else you want to talk about? No, you know, I'm, the main topic? I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm where I'm at. I'm definitely, you know, feeling better, feeling happier. I'm I'm glad I can actually go out my front door and get some jogging in a couple times a week. So I'm actually physically feeling better. And, you know, I'll be happy when the wife's down here and we're, we're kind of sold that place. Like I said earlier in the show, you definitely miss all the guys back in Jersey that I used to go flying with because, uh, yeah, they're like family. Um, but, you know, things did change and I'm enjoying my time down here flying with Steve. We've been flying a lot and, uh, you know, the, the club down here is pretty cool. It, it's a lot of, you know, there are a lot of plankers down here and there's a lot of, you know, um, strong personalities and, and that kind of stuff. But we're getting along for the most part. You know, I go out to fly and nobody else wants to. I wait till they're done and I'll go out and, you know, I'm up there five minutes and then that's it. Then, then the planes go out and I'm looking forward to getting a plane or two, you know. Yeah, what's up with that? You get something <laughs> yet? Or? No, just... Uh, God, right, you probably have better luck coming to me and convincing me to sell you one than you actually go to buy one. Yeah. It's just been, you know, I've been concentrating on other things right now. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Soon, though. Okay. But that's All it, right. man. I'm, I am enjoying myself where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. I hope you are, yeah. too. I am. I am. Um, it's great. I do need to try to make it out to your area. I mean, it's like a... 14 hour drive or something like that it's it's a pretty far drive but uh yeah yeah. i don't know that weekend i'm in um florida maybe we can i don't know like you said you're two hours from orlando yeah Mm. when are you coming down or around christmas right yeah it's between christmas and new year so that week it's like sunday to saturday i think or something like that you guys i don't know Well, if we'll you probably do, be busy, but if yeah, if I have a moment, maybe we'll, we'll yeah, touch if base. You, if you uh, think about flying at Orlando or or something at Torches or stopping by Torches, maybe I can meet yeah. you up there. Yeah, yeah. If not, we're gonna bash. I'm gonna try to shoot for that one. Yeah. You know, like I said, it's a pretty far drive, but you know, I'm I'll give it a shot. We'll see. Cool. All right, let's uh, move it on. What do we have? Uh, news announcements? News and, and? <laughs> announcements. Uh, I guess. Yeah, Stay dude. We uh, really don't have a lot, um, but we were talking before the show, and we both said that we'd like to give a heartfelt shout-out to Chris Ryber and uh, his event, and I don't know if uh-huh. ever, any, everybody knows this or not, but Chris has the the great jamboree event that he puts on every year uh, around Labor Day, and he couldn't make it this year because uh, his wife came back with COVID from wherever she was at, so he had yeah, to quarantine. Business trip. I couldn't believe that when I saw that post. I was like, "You got to be kidding I me!" I know. <laughs> uh, so I felt so yeah. bad about Chris missing uh, his event. Uh, but it looked like it was a lot of fun. I saw a lot of pictures from Mike Welch and Bill Ann uh-huh. and, and Chris Ryber posted uh, pictures that I'm sure he got from somewhere. 
uh, or maybe he was there incognito. I don't know. Um, but it looked like, yeah, it looked like a great time, you know, saw some video from Bill already with Devin flying. I saw, you know, Phil Goodwin and Diamante up there and Mm -hmm. Mike Welch and just all the guys that usually go up there and have a good time. Looked like a lot of fun. Looked like the weather was great. Yeah, it looked like a really good event. Saw some video of the fireworks. Yeah, and uh, I know Chris Breams was up there too. Uh, saw some pictures from him. And nice, it looked, yeah. looked like a lot of fun, man. But it's always a lot of fun up there. That's like I've. That's like always been my favorite event, just to go up because it's like a nice. It's like a nice like wind down. You know, you get some really great times flying in, ha- hanging out, and then you have that chance where you can all just chill out and you know talk around a campfire. You know when it's all said and done. And I really enjoy that time too. We have a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all we have for news and announcements. Cause we're slackers without Andy. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I say we're slackers. It's just, I, you know, I don't want to take his like yeah. job away from him. Right. Like that's true. We don't want to steal his thunder. Yeah. I don't want to steal his thunder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no, no tool tips with Ian. I know this week. He did post a video though of uh, the actual case he was talking about. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good video. His tool bag, he gets on calling it or something. Yeah, right? so you can see what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Pretty decent size. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a really decent size. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I thought about it. I was like, oh, I should buy one. I should set it up. And I'm like, well, I have this big toolbox to bring with me anyways. That has like everything I need. Like you know. Yeah, and but like, do I need to build a smaller thing? Which, like, I'll probably end up still bringing a bigger one with me because it's not like rooms up, you know. What I have noticed though, when you have something like that, a container to put everything in, you'll know when something's missing. You know, mm. if you just have a big like toolbox, like I've done that too. I still have it, the toolbox, mm-hmm. and you know, especially with Scorpion tools, like there's ten slots, you'll know if something's missing. Yep. And, yeah, uh, but like the problem is, uh, is that these guys aren't just filling up the slots. They're, like, loading yeah, they're it adding up. other things, yeah. Yeah, like, they're using one slot and putting two things in it and just loading it up. They're like, would you know <laughs> if something was missing? Yeah, then no, you know? I, I wouldn't, yeah. You know, like, I understand what you mean. Like, you have ten slots work and for me. ten things, and it's yeah. like, you open it up, you see ten things, you know, you know if one tool is missing. But it's like you have, a, you know, this thing and this thing, and that's trapped underneath it, and that's trapped on that, and there's things that are kind of overlaying or almost, like, offset on top of each other, you know, it's like, I don't know. I would probably not remember what was in there anyways. Um, You know, now it's good if that's all you have, like, and you don't have, like, spaces at a premium where, you you know, you don't, like, I have a pickup truck. I could just put a big box in the back whenever I need the tools. But not everyone would want to carry all that stuff. So something like this would definitely work out for for folks. Um, I'm just not that organized. I, I realized I bought toolboxes and tool bags just like that. Like I have an SAB one, I have the Scorpion one, I have things like that, and I'm just like, I just shove as many tools as I can in there and just lug it along with everything else. So I'm like, why do I need it? I'm not gonna, you know, let me not spend money on this. Like, you know, I hear but, you. At least you know you're not that organized. Yeah, don't want to be. yeah, I'm real with myself. I'm way too disorganized to have any type of organized tool case like that. <laughs> So, um, awesome. Uh, if there's no other news, let's move it on to what's next for you in the hobby. 
Oh, what's next for you, man? I got to think about that. Yes. So nothing. <laughs> oh, I do. I do want to put some fuel in that gasser and weigh it and see what it weighs all up, ready to go. Um, and okay. knowing me, once I fuel it up, I might just take it out into the driveway or the backyard to do a hover, you know, just to make sure it starts and runs. But it's not enough room to actually do anything, so I don't know. Nice. Um, maybe, maybe I'll do that, and maybe if I can get out on like a quick, you know, thirty minutes, I'll, I'll maybe run to the local high school if they're not using the field out there, and do that. Okay. Um, you know, do a flight on that, see how it pulls, see how my setup is, you know, the throttle curves and everything, and go from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because Helios Travaganza is the week after, um, yeah, the week after this episode comes out, uh, I plan on kind of spending the time with the family, um, this, this weekend, right? The holiday weekend, because we, I already have a four day weekend. <laughs> it's interesting. I got, you'll hate me, but Friday, the company is off. Okay. Like, just, we call it Breaksgiving. They just one, one, one day a quarter, they just give the whole company a day off. So Friday is our day off, plus then we have the holiday for, you know, Labor Day, so we have a four-day weekend, so we're probably going to do something, you know, plan with the family, like go to Virginia Beach for an overnight or something, and, you know, kind of explore cool. that that area. Um, and then, you know, maybe just do some stuff around the house with the kids. We've got some new patio furniture and stuff, so we're trying to kind of get that all set up out there. But the week after, so like, you know, that's... Friday and Monday off, and then the following week I took Thursday and Friday off to go to L.A. Extravaganza. So most likely my plan is to leave, and I guess I could talk about this next show as well since um, I'll be here next Tuesday. But the um, the plan is really that like as long as my wife's good with the kids, like I'm probably gonna leave like Thursday first thing in the morning to get down there by the afternoon time. Okay. Um, and then spend you know uh, Friday and Saturday, and then come back Sunday. So. We'll see. I'm excited about that because I've never been to that field. Um, you know, McGrady's hooking it up with uh, with a hotel, on-site hotel for for me. So that's gonna be nice. Um, hooking it up. Yeah, man. He's like, when are you gonna go down there? I'm like, I don't know. Thursday or Friday. He's like, okay, then I'll go Thursday. I'm like, don't go to don't go there just because of me. He's like, no, no, no. It's like, you know, you're gonna go there. I'll, people are gonna be there. I'll go there. So I'm like, okay, cool. Very cool, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of about it, I guess. What about you? Well, I too have a four day weekend coming up. Fantastic. Yeah. Cause we get, uh, we get, um, Labor Day and the day after Labor Day is Rosh Hashanah. So we're off both of those. Ah, those so you get days. Monday and Tuesday off then? Yeah. And then I get awesome. Yom Kippur on the 16th. Hell also yeah. This month. Yeah. So we're, I think that's. Also this month, yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, and the wife's in town till the seventh, so we're probably going to be doing something. Yeah. She wants to go to uh, Disney World, and I said, "There's no <laughs> way you're going to Disney World. Are you out of mind?" Everybody's like, "You don't want to go Labor Day weekend. It's going to be packed." Yeah. Oh, we'll see. We'll see what we wind up doing. I don't know. Well, maybe go that Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Or that Monday. Eh, I don't know. No, Monday I think it'll still be pretty... Well, she's leaving that Tuesday. Ah, uh, okay. Wait, the Tuesday... Oh, yeah, yeah, the... okay. Yeah. I don't know. We might die. I said, why don't we just go see the world's largest alligator or something like that, you know? 
Yeah. Go, go on a swamp boat. Yeah, do an airboat ride or something. Airboat, yeah. yeah that that'd be neither, cool. neither one of us has to hear each other for like an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, anytime you get mad at each other, you just kick the alligators and crocodiles off the side of the thing, you know? <laughs> oh, dude, I should add, too, uh, last week during the week, I actually saw my first alligator. I was yeah. I was jogging Saturday morning, and I went. To, we, there's this jogging path that goes around this lake, and okay. I kind of made it halfway it around, and I was like, "Screw this! I'm just gonna come back." And uh, as I was on my way back, I saw something in the water, and I was like, "What is that?" And it was the head of an alligator. Oh boy! And I walked out to the. There's like a little dock area, like a little pier thing, and You're I walked trying to out. Feed him? No, I just walked out to get a closer look, and he was pretty decent size. He had to be like four feet long, easy. The head on okay. him was like a foot long. Yeah. So uh, I was like, all right. So my first alligator. And I only go jogging now with my keys. So I didn't even have my phone to take a picture or anything. Uh, I was about to say, it's like, I used to only go out with my keys. Now I have my keys in my 45 with me or something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no. Yeah, but uh, that was that was, that was was cool. But I, I'm, I'm going to try and get some flying in at least one morning this weekend. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I'm I'm enjoying. Yeah. I'm looking forward to just enjoying some time off. Not that the job's Ooh. really that bad, but it's it's you know yeah, it's, but, it's you know it's eight to five. It's you know by the time I get yeah. home, it's a little late and mm-hmm. it's um it's a day, but it's a yeah. good day. You know, um, people yeah. are great and I'm getting the hang of it. Yep. Uh, one of the things I forgot to also mention is um sorry forgot to mention was um I am gonna fly. Nice. I expect to be flying the Logo 200. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah. So, so we'll see. I, I I'm still having a lot of fun with that thing. Um, yeah. I love it. That's great, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move it on. Do we do we want to do listener pipeline or wrap up? Uh, I can't do listener pipeline. Do we even have any listener pipeline? Uh, that I don't even know. We could read some emails if we have emails. Yeah, let's look it up. All right, let me look it up here. Uh, oh, no, what am I doing? I don't want to talk into the stupid thing. Uh, let's go to Freefall. Let's see, okay, we do have a Google voicemail, play message, no yeah, transcription. We got a bunch of listener pipelines. Okay, so we can't, so yeah, oh. Yeah, we do have a whole bunch. <laughs> they called for the helicopter jamboree. <laughs> awesome. Okay. All right. I guess we'll skip the listener pipeline because we currently don't have a way of playing them. Um, so yeah, we need Andy back here. Or I guess one of us is gonna have to spend this. Get some get some money spent to get this um, this board that Andy has because that seemed to work out really well for this stuff. Yeah, and I, I had the dueling computers, but I'm, I was down to one, and now that I have this other one, maybe I can go back to doing it somehow. Uh, if I can yeah. it out, but I think the board is the way to go. I think it's so too, easier. as well. Mm-hmm. Plus, it can record and it can kind of do the stuff that we need to do, anyways. Um, you know, the sound banks and stuff is also fun. Yeah. Okay, so we'll skip that, and you know what? I think we might as well skip the uh, (laughs) the wrap up as well. I don't know. Let me see. Do we have a? 
Do you want to do some of the Facebook stuff and, and just kind of maybe so we don't get too far behind those? Yeah, sure. Let me uh, look that up. Okay, so I will quickly do the likes then because I was not prepared to do this at all. Okay. So give me one second here. Yeah, so one of the things I saw on Facebook while you're looking that up was the video that Ian posted about wrenching with Ian, a peek on what I take to the field. Show us your setups in the comments. Nice. And uh, he's got a picture of that, that ProTech RC pouch mm-hmm. that he had. Yep. Yeah, looks pretty good. <laughs> I'm looking at some of the comments from last week's episode, which was the uh, Logo 200 review. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Thomas Messer posts uh, Samuel L. at Jackson saying, <laughs> with a little caption that says, say wrenching one more goddamn time. <laughs> yeah. I uh, dare you to say it. <laughs> yeah. Bleep, bleep, bleep. I got to watch that movie again, man. Pulp I know. It's so good. Back such a long day. time. You think it holds up? I don't know. I'll have to see it again. Yeah. I think it does. I don't know. For me, at least. I think it'll hold up, you know. Um, all right. And Ray Bacon said, great review. Great comparison. Mm-hmm. Steve found nice. the limits and beyond. Crashing is a reality. And Steve made oh, it yeah. into a review. Good to hear from Ray. Yeah. And uh, he also, um, uh, Justin Wyatt, also, you know, stirred the pot a bit by saying, I can't wait to hear about the difference in weight comparison between the M2 (laughs) and the Logo 200. They surely can't be the same. (laughs) And Ray said, ha-ha, you heard Andy Ross call him out, too. (laughs) Okay. I'll take my M2, which is uh, all in pieces. I'll put it on a scale with a Fly Brothers unit. Or how about this? I'll take my Logo 200, put it on a scale, swap out the ESC and the Neo for the original Fly Brothers unit, and we could weigh the difference. Or we could just look it up, right? Probably look it up on a website. Yeah, I guess so. That would that'd be too easy then. That would be too easy. <laughs> um, Gray Eagle Jr. Uh, said, Rivy review listening for them. And... My buddy from Australia, Mark Ritchie, said, here you go, Kev, an intro and how-to on playing the diggity-doo. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a YouTube video. I can't wait to watch this later. Nice. Uh, what is it called? A, a didgeridoo? What is it? Didgeridoo? I thought it was diggeridoo. Yeah. Didgeridoo. I think it had a G sound to it, but yeah, I could be mistaken. Okay. Um, do you have any more Facebook comments? There's one other meme that Ian posted. Uh, it's his window with a SAB. Uh, looks like Goblin Raw yes. tail sticking out. And yes, a, a great picture tail. of Eric Shue. And he said, and y'all thought I was only exclusive to telephone poles and porta potties. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. That's Wait, a great picture. Has he hit a porta potty? Uh, with the. With the with the the SAB raw yeah didn't wasn't there a picture of that in the porta potty? Oh, I thought yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 okay okay I thought he actually hit a porta potty. <laughs> and uh, he even posted a comment: "I will fly the yellow one into anything." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, I'm awesome sure guy. you uh, need to take Eric at his word because he will do that. Yeah. <laughs> 
it happens whether he wants it to or not, to be honest, but yeah. Alright, um, kind of going a little bit out of line, but let's, uh, I got the Facebook likes now. Okay. So we are at 1,374, and I have three new names. Okay. Alright. Here we got Bruce, uh, Dice, John Lauren Elrod, and Mike Westbrook. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks everyone, guys. for liking our Facebook page. Yeah. Okay. Um, were there any more Facebook post comments, or should we go into listener posts next? Uh, we can go into listener posts. All right. Let's see what we have in listener posts. Okay. So we have um, – let me go back a couple of days here. Which – what was the last – Day we have here, um, 24th, yep, okay, the 28th. So Chris, uh, Breams posted a video for New Jersey model helicopter redo, redux, uh, in 2021. Um, yeah, he did a live video and posted it. So yeah, they're doing their thing. Cool. Looks good. Uh, looks like a pretty decent turnout as well. You know? Yeah. I wasn't sure how many folks would be able to go up there this one, um, talking to people, but yeah. Awesome. Chris Reibert posted, um, well, another Northeast model helicopter jamboree has come and gone. We had four days of beautiful 80 degrees sunny weather with a nice breeze. I must say it was weird sitting out this one on quarantine for 10 days because my family had COVID. Uh, thanks to my five months of being um, behind the scenes planning and careful thought out game plan for my club. We were still able to pull off a successful event, even with me floating around in my pool at home. Luckily, I had some great friends who, oops, let me expand this. Uh, let's see here. Uh, luckily, I have some great friends who took pictures and videos for me so I could still produce my annual event video. I am truly honored to be the CD of our event every year, year after year. Um, it's months of hard work, but seeing the smiles on everyone's face makes it worth it for sure. So he posted his uh, YouTube video. Go check it out. Yeah, and that says a lot for uh, not only Chris, but all the guys involved at the club. Yes. And all the people that, you know, took pictures and gave it to Chris and all that stuff. But it does say a lot for what goes into an event like that where mm-hmm. the guy that primarily put everything together can't make it, you know, for the last, like, you know, the last, like, uh, I don't know what you want to say, quarter mile of the event, you know, and... uh mm-hmm. The last stretch for sure. The last stretch, yeah. and everybody else has to kind of like pitch in, so it says a lot for everybody involved. Yep, and and for Chris for planning it right, right, right? like right, you exactly. know, so that it was all set up and ready to go. So it wasn't a lot of you know. I'm not sure what the, you know, what people had to pick up as far as like with him not being there, but at the very least, it ran smoothly and seemed like everyone that won had a great time. So yeah, yeah, and I remember I remember Fantastic. him talking about. Like his first, the first time he had done that, and he was just running around to the point of exhaustion, you know. So mm-hmm. it it shows you what what he's kind of like evolved into as far as planning and all that stuff. And it's a great event. If you ever get a chance to go, you know, definitely check it out. Yeah, for sure. I love the fireworks, and, and that's the that's the next yeah. thing that he posted. So he posted, um, here comes the boom, and it's the 18th annual Northeast Model Helicopter Firework Night Show. Yeah, 
that, in my opinion, was one of the best things to do is to fly in the fireworks with our little pellies. I yeah. thought that was so much fun. And it's one of those fun things where you like, like I remember last year or the year that went uh, last was 2019. And I remember like Chris crashed out during his like night demo flight. And like I had two batteries back charged. And I was like, after my first pack, I'm like, Chris. Take my heli, go fly yeah. it. And he was flying it, and you know, like because I was having, I was having so much fun. Like I wanted him to do this as well, but you know, normally he does. Normally he's standing next to me, and we're like trying to fly these helis and the, the fireworks together and stuff. So I was like, oh man, yeah, Chris, you got to take a flight, man. You can't come here to this event and not fly into the fireworks and try to, you know, try to knock some mortars out of the air or have the mortars knock our helis out of the air. Either way, right? right. Fantastic show. But, um, yeah. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. I think that's all we have for Facebook listener posts. What okay. do we have for website comments? Uh, we have a website comment from one of our new listeners, Mike Westbrook. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, and he said, I've had a couple of pretty, I guess he's talking about our interview with Ryan. He said, uh-huh. I've, I've had a couple of pretty bad run-ins with Ryan on the Hangout, and he was very much a keyboard Rambo. Yep. Uh, <laughs> this is all Mike's opinion. Um, to me, it sounded like he dug himself a deeper hole and tried to get out instead of helping himself out. Um, I need Andy because I can't read. To me, it sounded like he <laughs> dug himself a deeper it? hole to try and get out of instead of helping himself out. And then he added, any word on Urcha coming on or coming to the table with their insight on what happened, or are they just going to try and let it fade away? Great job, guys. Um, thanks for the email, Mike. As far as the last part, I don't think we're going to be able to get anybody on. Um, I think they they kind of said their piece and kind of really had no comment as an answer for, you know, Everything that's happened to me, I just hope uh, you know we can just enjoy another event together. You know, everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I I haven't heard any word on us trying to get. Uh, well, we we've spoken to a few people on that were you know on the board and on the the uh, event you know, planning and, or the event running and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, uh-huh. it really just got no, no comment. So, you know, I, I respect that because, you know, it, it is what it is. And, you know, why stoke things or point, point no. more fingers? Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't think, you know, we didn't get Ryan on the show to like fan the fire or make things worse. You know, obviously I just think that, you know, my primary thing is that, you know, we were hearing a lot of rumors and, yeah, you know, as we hear rumors fun. and, you know, people play the telephone game, like it goes from he stole a car to he hit a car and he disabled a GPS and he put it in the back of a toy hauler. Like, it, no, all of those were, were yeah. flat out lies that kind of, you know, was extrapolated from the telephone game and from what she was saying. She was saying some of that stuff, like he didn't return a car and he stole it and tried to do this or something, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, like, you know, this person had a voice at Urcha, this lady, right? So, like, why not have Ryan have a voice here, right? Just to, like, at least say his piece. And if nobody from Urcha or PMP Golf Cars ever want to come on the show, that's fine. Like, yeah, 
we don't even need to talk about this anymore, to be honest. It is, no. it is what it is. It's over. But, you know, I just think it's fair that we gave him a place to voice his opinion, whether people thought his opinion was bullshit or anything, whatever. Like, that's on you. Was yeah, your I mean, perception of Ryan? Like, whatever. There might have been people yeah. at Urcha that had no idea what was going on and don't know Ryan or, you know, just didn't didn't understand or just heard all this hearsay stuff and yeah, yeah. i mean I, to me it's better to hear it from the person themselves you know and then what you do yeah. with that information is you know your opinion yep and, exactly. and what you want what, what you want to think about it yeah we're all we're all human we're all smart enough to to hear someone's story and whether we believe it or not or whether we you know want to do anything with that or not like it's you yeah. know it's all up to the individual so you know yeah, and the, this it is shows, what it is at this point. <laughs> and this show's always been, uh, as far as we're concerned, we've always been honest about stuff and just upfront talk about anything. So, uh, you yeah. know, anybody wants to come on and talk about yeah. their side uh, from PMP or from Urcha or whatever, we definitely give them a a show. You know, give them a show, give them a voice. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, and that was website comments. People, Podbean. Oh, uh, we doing Podbean? Okay. Yeah, might as well. All right. I, Just so we don't fall too, typing. too far behind. Okay. It it does get kind of crazy when we're like, you know, a week, yeah. two weeks, and there's a lot of comments and stuff. Yeah. All right. Let me bring up Podbean here. Okay. So we only had a couple of things happen from what I can tell from last week. Uh, Heli Man liked episode 282, Dragonfly 2020. And Alan Jenkins... I liked episode 290, review series of the uh, Logo 200, review series volume 11. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, Heli Man. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Um, let's see. As far as the comments, we have two. One seven days ago, Grego Jr. replying back to one of his own comments about <laughs> um, much many numerous of appreciated bravery while on edgy like the rotors truth the words from the source of reports reporting five starts so he replies back to that more edgy cough forward looking screen see sounds job of good okay yeah um and then spicoli 99 six days ago says last words dot 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 Ryan is not the one who left with the carts. The cart company left you, dot, 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 just saying. Hmm. Interesting. That's true, too. Yeah. I'll just blame on Ryan, who's the one I actually pulled out and left. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they could have just said, all right, Ryan, you're done. We're not renting to you anymore. Yeah. yeah. Could have done that. Yeah. Like I said, there are some alter motives or other things that are building up that caused this thing to explode that, that event. Yeah, it I was think so too. Yeah. It wasn't just this year or even last year. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. iTunes review. I'm bringing up iTunes right now and it's very slow. But even if there is one, I don't know if I want to read it without Andy and Ian. Yeah. Even though they ditched us today, no. <laughs> yeah. even though they couldn't make it today, you know, yes, of course, we want to save those gems for for when we're all on the show. But I don't see a, a new iTunes review. 
All right. So drop us a new iTunes review so we can read it with the guys on the next episode. Email us at freeforcy at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freeforcy podcast. Check out our webpage, freeforcypodcast.show. One of these days, we'll update our bio pages so yeah, we're not oh, looking, shoot. you know, like, I don't know, we're back in Jersey, the freezing cold, or yeah, I gotta <laughs> you can update that. some of that stuff. You, you, um, you even I'm, sent I'm, me a, yeah. a, a reminder about it, and I totally didn't do yeah. it. Yep. I think our fleet has changed as well. Like, I don't think yeah. I have half the stuff that I've written on there, or maybe I still do, but I don't fly most of them, like, you know pretty much raw and logo 200 yeah it's gonna be easier for me to change because i only have three helicopters down here and that's it so i'll just yeah that <laughs> yeah i'll, I'll put a, a potentially one of these days an extreme flight plane <laughs> nice all right uh let's see yeah say hi to chris hey chris uh, flight test forums off the field audio and video production on the flight test podcast free forcey podcast say hi to david hill aka hello to flyer hey dave uh, fellow podcasters, got the Heliheads podcast. The Heliheads is um, Kevin, Dan, one and only Scott Graham, Maynard, and um, who's that guy that flies really good? What's his name? Kyle Stacy. Yeah, I think that's what it was. That's it. KSC, yeah. Casey, yeah. Yeah. yeah Kyle Stacy. Yeah. And he's a great dude. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> I gave him shit the other day. <laughs> I texted him. I texted him like, "Hey, here's a." This was after her show. I was like, "Hey, here's a AJ Jaffe's uh, battle brand video he wanted from me," and he's like, "Uh, I'm sorry, but who is this?" I'm like, "Dude, that's messed up." So I started giving him straight up shit. This is Steve. Blah, blah. He was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I'm like, dude, I know. I just fucked you. I just got your number the other day. He's like, "Yeah, I'm not in your phone." That's great. I was, I was just messing with him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, awesome. Uh, let's see. Tell a podcast. That's two mics, a rich and a Robert and a cliff. Mm, yes. Don't forget cliff. Forget cliff. Um, RC round table. RC round tables with Fitz, Terry and Lee. Mm-hmm. RC after hours. That's what Andre. Skids up. With Frank, Javier and Paul. Mm-hmm. Everybody down under. With Ozzy and Jeff. Park flyer podcast. With two mics and a J. Houdini RC Hele podcast. That's Rich and Kenny. All right. RC Playland. With Ron and Tom. All things that fly. With Lucian Miller and Moose. Jeez. Yeah. Moose. It's Moose. I always say Moose. Moose. Muse? <laughs> and Moose. Yeah. Moose. Muse. All right. Don't forget to check out our friend Billy Ann's YouTube channel. Knock him out with all these Urcha videos, man. He's been pumping Heck up yeah. the jam. Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. The jam. Pump it up. Go 90s, Bill. <laughs> Pump it up. All right. Thanks for our listeners from the OG crew. Yeah. So we'll see you next time. See ya. See you, listeners. <laughs> it's been a while since we did this. I know. I know, man. There's no times where I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure that's not going to happen again. Yeah. Make sure you don't got no un- updates like installing in the background, ready to reboot when it's ready. Yeah, I know, right?
I mean, I haven't used this computer in a while, so I know something was going on. I thought I took care of it all. Cool. Maybe there was a, uh... And then my wife's moaning and groaning in the background. And the dog's playing with her toy. <laughs> Power to sleep. Okay. What the hell is that? I'm a CDN. Hey, what's up? What's up? Oh, not much. Uh, just moving. Cool. Got down a few loads over to uh, mom's house. And on top of that, we've been just you know, loading up her pod. So, like, what doesn't get put in the pod or that would be sensitive to being in a pod, I've been taken down to her house. Blooper. Ian's on the show in the bloopers. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Um, I think before we got cut off, I was talking about the, the orange raw. Okay. I, right? Yeah, it was, I think we're just wrapping up about Carrie Shirley's. Yeah, yeah, the instructions and stuff, yeah. So, 